Evening.O podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to episode 200. That's right, 200 of the Odd Dad Out podcast, the show where I don't know what the fuck I'm doing most of the time. I am your host, Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out. You can find me at odddadoutpodcast.com and at Odd Dad Out on all the social media places. Holy crap. 200 episodes. Damn. <laughs> oh, I gotta, I gotta, uh, hold on, where's, I gotta, like, get the, the fanny fingers out, you know, those, you just like the, oh my god, I, I, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, fingers going, bye. holy shit, episode 200, son of a bitch, this is like the most overdue episode that I could possibly imagine I've ever done, I have a, two reasons, one, I, missed last week because um spoilers i fell asleep but it's because you know i got not that you haven't heard that one before um but yeah it's just been really busy lately and kids and school stuff and schedules changing and workload and all this stuff and i laid down with my wife and woke up at like four in the morning (laughs) i went to help her you know lay down and tuck her in for bed and then it was tomorrow so yeah that happens but uh, also because, you know, the world and, you know, the Corona, um, this episode should have happened last year, really. Um, if I had kept up my release schedule, like a week, my weekly release schedule consistently through 2020, this episode would have been around mid May last year rather than the start of April this year. So, you know, thanks, Corona. Um, <laughs> how have you been? Because I'm here talking about myself and my sleeping habits. Oh, it's, it's, it's been crazy. Because I've, I've been sitting here, I'm trying to do this. And it's really one of those where I'm like, I've been nervous to sit down and record this because it's fucking episode 200. Holy shit, you know? And, you know, I'd reached out and said, hey, um, anybody I want, maybe I'll do like a Q and a thing, uh, back at one fifty, I was doing guests at the time. And so I had awesome podcaster friend, podcast editor, <laughs> friend, uh, Emily Prokop here. And that was awesome. And it was awesome back when I had to stop saying awesome. Uh, but you no, know, at the time I was doing guests and I was like, I need a special guest for one fifty, And to think that that was almost two years ago now really sad i didn't i only did like maybe one guest in 2020 2020 was just a mess um i mean i i shit i didn't do anything for half of the year on the show but yeah that and so i'm i'm disappointed in myself for basically losing a year almost of the show and like i said this i should have been doing this episode like mid-may i even talked about it at the beginning of last year about how you know, getting ready for episode 200 and holy shit, if, you know, if I was like, oh, I'm on schedule. And then like, you know, a month out from it, I stopped or like two months out, I stopped. And it didn't occur to me until I started looking at things a few weeks ago. And it was like, 
holy shit, episode 200 is coming up. And if you're listening, I asked for questions that, hey, um, thinking about doing like a Q&A thing, because I think that'd be a really cool thing since I don't have time or energy or availability to have a special guest or anything like that. Because like right now, that's why I don't do guests is because right now, especially with my wife working from home, I just don't have the time or the real ability to do guests. It's just tricky. It's tricky to schedule it because my recording space is her working space. And so, yeah, it's it's hard for me to record and work and do all this when my wife is, would literally be sitting you know, inches behind me while she's trying to work or pretending to work or playing Animal Crossing or whatever she's doing back there. And so... <laughs> uh, yeah, just I, I couldn't do it that way. But I did ask for some questions. And I did say, hey, I'm going to try and do a live stream thing because 200 and that's special. And again, I like I just mentioned, timing and availability and scheduling and sleep and life and work-life balance and all those things really didn't make doing a live stream thing uh, reasonable or feasible. And so, yeah, here we are. I'm recording at regular time. Um, I'll be at a week late. And like I said, you know, part of the whole, oh, I've, I've fucked up and I fell asleep last week. I did in place. And it's something where I couldn't just drop it in the feed. But if, again, you follow me on the socials, social, social, social medias <laughs> and, and those places on those websites where you talk to people you don't really know in real life, those places. Um, uh, <laughs> I did actually drop an actual video, holy shit, on my YouTube channel, which I know I really don't ever mention that there's a YouTube channel for this show because it's primarily just made of the episodes of the show in still images. I don't really do video for the show because me sitting here talking with a big pop filter staring at my computer screen is kind of boring. And I talk a long time and those don't really do great on YouTube, so eh, I don't do them. You know, I'm sure if I had a co-host or guest or something, it'd make for better video. But again, I don't record video even when I'm recording guests. So yeah, there's that. But something I did do because, you know, I talk about my garden so much and I thought, hey, this would be a cool thing to do is I recorded a gardening video and I'm sitting here banging my desk. Uh, I recorded a video of me working in my garden and planting some cantaloupe and watermelon or trying to. And I'll give you a quick uh, spoiler for the video. About halfway through, right before I was supposed to start actually planting seeds, my phone, because it was 95 degrees out and I'm stupid and film at 2 or 3 in the afternoon, overheated. <laughs> so my can't, my phone overheated and shut down while I was in the middle of making the video. So I had to kind of, you know, do work around that. But I made a, I made a YouTube video and it's actually me working in my garden. So if you care to check that out, um, I'm pretty sure I got to update the link for it, but I'm pretty sure hopefully by the end of this week, you should be able to go to odddeadoutpodcast.com slash YouTube, and it should take you to the YouTube page if you want to see that video. I didn't post the video itself on the website or put a post up for it. I should. I really should. It's again, one of those just like work-life balance time, trying to make time for things. And things like editing work and stuff that I do, you know, in my home time. So, yeah, that. But you should check it out. It was fun. It was a fun video to do. And I think I'm going to do more of those. And I think I might actually, I'm considering scrapping, um, like, everything 
else I have on my YouTube channel because it's primarily made of just episodes with just a still image and you just like, oh, here's a picture of the episode artwork and the audio. And it's kind of lame. And so I'm really considering maybe doing more with my YouTube channel. I don't know. I keep saying I'm going to do stuff and I don't do stuff. And so I'm trying to do more stuff that I say I'm going to do. But, you know, I realize I'm, I'm kind of going off about all this other stuff going on. And, you know, stuff like I've talked about doing the, the, the podcast reviews and I did a few of them and I fell off. And again, that's a lot of time and busy and commitment to doing the things. And what am I going to talk about? What am I going to review next? And I'm really bad about those sort of things. And really just need to find the time, find a thing to do and commit to it. But I'm, I'm, I do, I do want to do more of those and I do want to do more write, written reviews and I need to do more complete show notes. And I've just been really bad about it lately. And just again, lots of stuff going on and stuff that I need to refocus my attention on to doing this stuff. I just do. I think it'll give me something to do while my wife is working. I can sit here working on show stuff because, you know, other than laundry and dishes and sweeping and mopping and gardening and taking care of the dogs and, you know, making dinner and all that shit. I don't have much to do during the day. Wink. Um, <laughs> so all that aside, I mentioned a Q&A. And although I don't have the most massive audience out there, I do have some really awesome loyal listeners and awesome podcaster friends who are great at really showing up when I just, when I really need something, there are people out there who will show up and help out. And I have some friends and some listeners who are really good at coming up with questions that make me like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> so without any further whatever from me, <laughs> let's get to the questions. huh? Okay. Ooh, this is going to be fun and, and a little unnerving. And I'll just say now, I have a bunch of questions that are from the same people. And it's just kind of a, hey, some people sent in multiple questions and not a lot of people overall sent in questions. So congratulations to everybody who did. You'll all be getting a keychain as soon as I get off my ass and mail them. Let's start with... I think I'll jump around a little bit because I, I don't want to just run down the list from one person, but I'll start with the first question I got came from Kate from Ignorance Was Bliss. You can find her at iwbpodcast.com. Figure I'd just throw that in there for her. So, and it's actually one where I, I hadn't, I had to think about it, which says, which podcast suggestion has been the best surprise? And I will say, I don't get a lot of them. I really don't. As much as I sit here and pester you guys every week, give me your podcast suggestions, I don't get a lot of them, which forces me to have to go looking. But as I was in a conversation with her over, I forget what, one night, she actually did give me one and it was actually pretty, it was as far as surprise recommendations, I have to take hers. And Kate actually recommended the Doomsday podcast or specifically Doomsday the world's most dangerous podcast. And I want to make sure I get this right because when she said Doomsday, I looked up the Doomsday podcast. Well, the Doomsday podcast is a Dallas Cowboys news podcast. <laughs> and it's like, 
two uh, just old radio guys who do a podcast about the Dallas Cowboys. So what she meant was actually Doomsday, colon, History's Most Dangerous Podcast. And if you do search this up, it's the the uh, episode, or not the episode, the uh, artwork for it is looks like a giant King Kong climbing flaming buildings and all this stuff and destructive sort of stuff. And it's a history podcast about like disasters, basically. It's about like a day or a circumstance or a big thing, like a, a volcano erupting or a giant uh, freak flood or, you know, a molasses tsunami, stuff like that. Um, all these sort of things, just, you know, very doomsday-y. And probably one of the best things about it is that, one, it's very tongue-in-cheek. And if you've ever listened to uh, Myths and Legends, it kind of has a little bit of a... the sort of the, the little jabs and little jokes and little side comments. But also, there's always a little side segment within it where he'll teach you something about surviving a particular situation that was related to this. Like, oh, if you ever find yourself in uh, a, a stampede, I would say, then this is like where you're like, you know, people are crammed in a natural disaster and you're trying to escape kind of thing. Like, oh, the building's on fire and everybody's rushing in the same direction or whatever. Here's how to get out of that or whatever, breaking out of your car if you crash in a river or some shit. There's always a, a lesson of here's an in, here's a piece of information you can use to survive the situation at hand. And so that's a really a cool thing that you can learn in that. So, yeah, so that's my my first recommendation or my my biggest surprise. And it's my biggest surprise because I don't listen to history shows. I really don't. I don't listen to history podcasts. If you've been listening to me long enough, you know, I predominantly listen to comedy, some paranormal, like supernaturally type weird shit. Granted, it's all weird shit. And generally, uh, audio dramas that also fall in the comedy and weird sort of paranormally, supernaturally type shit. I'm, I'm, I have a type. Sorry. <laughs> I, I like my escapism in my podcast. And then a million and one podcast about podcasting. No surprises there. Let's see. Give her. Let's go to another one from Kate. Um, she says, "Where's the weirdest place you've listened to a show?" And that, that's simple. I'm boring. I I don't. I almost exclusively listen while I'm at work, <laughs> while I'm driving to work, driving home from work, and while I'm working because I have the luxury of being able to wear headphones all night, so I can put away eight to ten hours of listening a night, which is why I listen to many shows. <laughs> And I still have to listen at, at double speed to get through everything. But yeah, that's, that's it. I'm boring. I listen at work. I don't leave, I don't listen at home. I don't listen when I'm mowing the yard. Because, you know, sometimes you got to, even through lawnmower noise, you got to be able to hear the kids screaming in the house. So yeah. <laughs> but let's take a break from Kate for a minute. And we'll go down to Heather. Heather is the host of the now retired, I guess. Maybe not retired. I don't know, 100%. From Sunshine and Power Cuts and the recently launched Just Heathers and Not Just Heathers podcast, she went from doing one show to being crazy and doing two shows with different formats. So here's hoping. And I'm looking forward to more from those shows. They just barely launched. They haven't, they've just kind of had their intro episodes so far. But 
I'm looking forward to them because Heather's awesome. I love her to death. She is one of my best best podcast friends ever. So really looking forward to uh, seeing and hearing and everything more from her. But aside from all that, let's see. What's the biggest thing you've learned from episode 100 to 200? I, I told you my friends were going to make me think. And honestly, I I learned, I picked up a lot of skills. Because honestly, I'll tell you, even at episode 100, I was still really raw. I honestly, I look back at episode, like my skill set in my ability to talk and my ability to fill the conversation with myself, I guess, my ability to do this, I've just gotten better at talking. I've gotten better at trying to keep my story straight and try and stay kind of on topic if I need to. If I'm trying to you know, focus on gardening, I try and focus on the gardening. I try and remember to get back to what it was I started talking about. And at least for the year that I was doing guests and having a guest episode and talking to other people, I, one, I do enjoy doing that. I actually enjoy having guests. And so that's something I learned. I learned that for all of my being introverted and quiet and not liking people in the most general way, um, I do enjoy having conversations with people on here. And I learned how to do that. (laughs) I learned how to do that and I learned how to edit a lot better. But I... It's probably just generally getting better at this. It's it's a lot of learning the skill of podcasting and talking better and reading better because through that is when I was doing a lot more of the news stories and I have to read more and being able to read convincingly so it doesn't sound like you're reading or reading with intention so it sounds like you're reading but doesn't sound like you don't know how to read. At which point, I'm going to sidebar here and just point out my absolute 100% biggest pet peeve as a podcaster who's super critical of podcasts because I've been doing this for six years, a podcast listener for six years, and a podcast editor. I absolutely cannot stand when somebody on a podcast is reading and they sound like they're reading. And the biggest giveaway is mispronunciation of common words or words where you absolutely should have given the context of your show learned how to pronounce that or just learn how to read and not sound like a robot i have listened to too many podcasts where they start reading something and it's it's a hundred thousand percent worse in the true crime genre it's part of what i hate about true crime is they have to do a lot of reading because most of it's scripted if you can't read a script or a news article, or your notes, without sounding like you're reading badly. Stop it. Either learn how to read better, or stop reading. Because you suck. And I have podcasts I like that are friends of mine who do this. I'm not going to name any names. But I will say, through Operation Switcheroo, a lot of shows that I listened to that I that were the switch did ones, um, drove me up the fucking wall because of people and names, celebrity names that people that were like mispronouncing. Like, really? You mispronounced? Like, there were, I'm hearing somebody talk about something and obviously reading from a script that was 
Like, this is a common word. How did you mispronounce that? The only way you, you mispronounce this word is that you were, you've read it, you're reading it for like the first time, but somewhere in your brain, you should have clicked. Oh, that's that word that I already know. That's how you spell that. It's like people who pronounce the B in debt. <laughs> it, 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 I had an ex-girlfriend who did that, drove me fucking nuts. So, and it's a, it's a hiccup I, and an issue I have with actors too. Just, I realize it's a big sidebar. Anytime I'm, I'm watching a TV show or a movie or something and you ever see somebody whose name is mispronounced in TV or in a movie and they use it as a something, as a gag, nine times out of 10, this is after they've said their name. They were introduced by speaking their name, but the way that the name is mispronounced could only be mispronounced that way if you read it. And it's a big problem for me because it just, it pulls me out. It's like, if so you walk in and say, hi, my name's Steven and everybody's and everybody starts calling you Stefan, you have no clue that his name is spelled that way. So it, it, that's a thing for me. It's a reading thing. I have a problem with people reading badly when they're supposed to be reading a thing. Okay. Enough. Sorry. End sidebar. And I had next to nothing to do with that other than it's a skill I have that annoys the ever living shit out of me. And as a person who has aspirations for audiobook narration and voice acting, not being able to read cleanly just annoys the fuck out of me. Okay. Oh, <sighs> remember I mentioned my friends have skills for coming up with good questions that make me have to think and I don't know if I want to think if your podcast was a flavor what flavor ice cream would your podcast be <sighs> I don't know I feel like it'd have to be something with like a coffee ice cream base maybe if you did like a rocky road which for those of you who don't know, that's a chocolate ice cream with, I think it's almonds and marshmallows in it. And like, I think there's a fudge swirl in some, sometimes, but if it was like a Rocky road type, but a coffee ice cream base with a hot fudge swirl and marshmallows, cause I'm, I don't know, <laughs> cause marshmallows, uh, and gotta have some nuts in there and i guess i'll stick with peanuts because whoever decided putting almonds in ice cream was a sadist because it's a bitch and i have to bite through those so maybe like some crushed peanuts or you know better cookie dough <laughs> so we're gonna go with coffee base cookie dough hot fudge swirl marshmallows because why the fuck not um crunched up peanut butter cups because i like peanut butter cups and um, let's go with some maraschino cherries because I'm kind of fruity <laughs> there. <laughs> and it makes absolutely no sense. It doesn't really work well together. It's just a mishmash of bullshit. So kind of like this show. <laughs> Plus coffee. Um, yeah, that, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, so we'll have so yeah, coffee, hot fudge swirl, marshmallow fluff swirl. That's how we'll do the marshmallow. I've seen that in some good ice creams. But yeah, and then peanut butter cups, cookie dough. And 
maraschino cherries. That's it. That's the odd dad out ice cream. Uh, stamped, traded, copyrighted. Somebody make this shit. Go for it. <laughs> I'll put my name on it. Go for it. <laughs> I didn't think I was actually going to be able to pull that off. I really didn't. When I first read that question, I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Really, Heather, you're going to make me think like this. All right. So I'm jumping off of Heather. Heather's got a few more questions. I'm going to come back to her in a minute. But I do want to go down to not some friend, directly friends. I'm going down to Coach Raven from the Strength Love Metal podcast, who, yes, I am aware, totally cheating. She's my sister. What's your dream vacation for your family and for you and Rihanna alone? Huh. So I'll, I'll tell you, my wife probably has a very different answer to this. I am, I'm awful about vacations. Unless you don't know what I would do, because to a certain degree, I'm I'm very com- I'm comfortable in the woods and in like I love our camp trips where we just go up and we rent a cabin up somewhere at a lake and I, we're planning on going. We're not going to a lake next. We're actually going to um, kind of up in the middle of the mountains. We're going up towards Sedona in the the fall. But I really like that, just the getting away from it, nature and hiking type stuff. And, but I really don't know what like a dream vacation because I don't necessarily aspire to go anywhere. I'm boring. I'm very much a homebody. And so I don't know personally. Um, like I said, I, I just don't aspire to go anywhere. I enjoy time in, in nature. Um, but I also enjoy time sitting at my computer watching, you know, working on a podcast and I enjoy playing video games. Or just going to the movies. And so I have a hard time. I'm so indecisive about stuff. I can't, I don't think I could actually want to go on a vacation myself. But I do know that Rihanna wants to go to Wales. Granted, she wants to retire to Wales, like get a house there and move there. I'm supposed to give her a summer home in Washington state, which right now I would never do. Um, <laughs> things should be crazy in Washington, yo. But also, she wants to have a, a she wants a castle in Wales. I don't know if we could just buy a castle in Wales. One, financially speaking. Two, I think you need to have like some sort of rights to own a castle there. I feel like you can't just you know be some schmuck from Arizona and buy a castle in Wales. So there's that. But aside from, I think that's it because I'm. I feel like okay, if I have to say with the family. And have to just do, you know, the, the stereotypical take a boys to Disney because you kind of have to. I'm per, I'm personally, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, partial to Universal Studios myself. I'm less inclined to go to Disney. Disney is so fucking crazy and everybody's there, but granted it, we're, you know, Universal Studios is right next door. But yeah, I guess if I were going to say a vacation for the whole family, I'd, I'd have to go with doing the Disney thing. And we have plans to do that down the line. You know, a few years from now, when the boys are a little bit older, we're in a little bit better financial place because, you know, it costs, you got to, you know, refinance your house to afford going to Disney. But that's probably it. So, Castle in Wales, take my wife to Ireland or Wales because she'd love to do that. More for her than me. I don't particularly care to go anywhere. I'm boring. Sorry. But yeah, Disney for the boys. (laughs) Let's jump back up to, let's do one more from Kate. Um, how many days have you spent podcasting? Fuck if I know. 
Um, 200 episodes, 90% of them were just a day. Well, okay, so that's 200 episodes, and I have to look this up because it's 200 episodes of the main show, and I, I do have to clarify that because of the fact that I'm fully aware I've done way more than 200 episodes because for two or three years, I was doing National Podcast Post Month, and those I don't count those episodes, but I did have regular episodes worked in there. So let's see. Officially, I have actually released 283 episodes on this feed. I had to just look it up just now. 283 episodes I have released on this podcast feed, which would make this one 284. That's a lot. So I've at least spent 284 days podcasting, but that doesn't count all of the uh, interviews I did where it was record one day and edit and release and do all that other stuff another day. Um, that doesn't count all of the days I've spent editing uh, as a job, editing podcasts for other people. And that doesn't count the all of the days uh, spent doing Mom and Dad Cuss, which we had, what, 30-some-odd episodes? I mean, look, I, it's one of those. I'm still subscribed to this show, even though we stopped doing it years ago. Actually, I'm not. How about that? Um, <laughs> but Mom and Dad Cuss a little had something like 30, 35 episodes, somewhere in there. So in the ballpark of 300 350 maybe got with editing days it's hard to to say I'll, I'll probably give it a year and a half worth of days i don't even know probably a full i just round it up and let's let's call it i've done a year <laughs> I, I give or take a year that's a lot of days spent podcasting <laughs> Even just trying to, you know, spitball that number. But yeah, that's a lot of fucking things. Holy shit. See, this is the thing that everyone needs. These questions are making me think of shit that I didn't think about. And that's what's crazy about it. (laughs) All right, let's jump back to Heather. Uh, Let's see. What podcasting tools have helped you the most in the past year? Um, I'm going to say, and it's, and you know, because Heather's another podcaster who really gets into the, the nitty gritty and she likes listening to a lot of the same podcasts about podcasting and learning the industry stuff and getting really into that. That's why she asks, that's why she is curious about these type of things. Uh, biggest one, the, probably the biggest thing that I, I've gotten, and I don't even know if I got it last year, or if it was the year before, but is actually the Isotope RX, which version do I have? Because I know I upgraded. Uh, RX seven. I upgraded. I got the like base RX six elements a few years ago, and they put the uh the full version of RX seven on sale, like they do. Like every time they go to release their next ep- their next episode, their next uh, version of the RX software. And if you don't know what RX is, it's an audio cleanup tool, audio like cleanup and repair, and it's really good for background noise removal and things like that. That's kind of, it's, you know, all these things are made for music and that's what, you know, everybody makes stuff for music and podcasters take it and do what we do with it. But this is designed for, uh, 
it's like audio cleanup and repair and for removing artifacts and removing bad noise and fixing your EQ and compression and I'm like, oh, there's a dog barking in the back. I can cut that out. All this weird shit. RX is fucking magic, the shit that it can do. It really is. And so, yeah, it's the RX tools are probably the best tools that I have had. And I got really lucky because I think I, I upgraded for like 130 bucks when the, at the time the price for the full thing was like 300. So, yeah, I, it's, and it's easily the best tools I have because it's got all the, it, the mouth declick and the, the D reverb. So you don't hear how echoey this room is right now because I'm in my office facing straight into a flat wall with no sound treatment anywhere. You know, the softest thing around me is the carpet and the dog. So yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. Let's go with one more from Heather. Let's see. What do you want to achieve with the podcast in the next 100 episodes? I guess if I had to put a goal and I, I'm, <laughs> if you followed me long enough, you realize I'm really bad with keeping goals about the show. And that's why I really hate making them and saying, I want to achieve a thing that is a goal for the show and not just a personal goal. Like I'm going to write more, uh, because especially because I fail at that, but I would like to double the audience. I would, um, I would like, no, I'd really like to break triple digits. And I realize for most people and realizing that I am six years in and 200 episodes in and that I, the only time in this show's history that I cracked triple digits on an episode, I know for a fact that it was because of a bot. And I consistently for about a month had a bot that showed up in my stats that I was like, nope, like 75% of my downloads all had the same title on them. It's like, it's a bot. I know it's a bot. I even raised an issue to tech support about it. It's like, hey, is this legit or is this just a bot? And they like came back. I'm like, yeah, it was a bot. And it, yeah, it's, it's one of those, man, this looks great. I know it's a bunch of bullshit, but it looks great. <laughs> but especially when you're like me and you miss a lot of uh, weeks and you, you know, you have consistency issues and you have like this show is, I have to say the show isn't for everybody because the show is so me focused. I'm not teaching you anything most of the time. And it's just, it's really, it's just all about me and my personality and whatever the shits in my brain. And those of you who are, you know, enjoy listening to me, I greatly appreciate you, but this is definitely not a show with a wide audience. And I am hard pressed to think there are over a hundred people who would want to listen to my bullshit. If you, disagree, please share my bullshit with your friends who might be willing to listen to me and enjoy this. But I'm hard pressed to believe there are over a hundred people who would willingly listen to me. So again, if, if you're, if you disagree, please share the show. That's the best thing you could do for me. Help me reach my goal for the year or in the, maybe in the, it's granted in the next hundred episodes, that's two years people, but of, of, you know, getting to that, you know, It'd be great if my my episode reach at least got to like where my episode number. If I passed two hundred, that'd be awesome. I'm not holding my breath for it. That's just you know me being low self esteem and all that jazz. <laughs> but that's not so, that's parts you know 
my laziness and bad at marketing and part, you know, y'all's willingness to share the show with your friends. And again, if you know somebody who you think would enjoy it, great, go for it, share it. That's the best thing you could possibly do for the show. I don't care if you buy a shirt ever, but if you share the show, that's awesome. That's the best thing you could possibly do for me and the show. So next question, let's jump away from Heather and go down to Super Fan Tori. And I'm going to call Super Fan Tori, Super Fan Tori from here on out because Super Fan Tori is the only person for all the times that I've said, hey, you can text me your questions or your comments or your anything. Super Fan Tori has texted me twice in response to me saying, hey, text me with your whatever. Tori has responded. So Super Fan Tori is now Super Fan Tori until somebody can upstage them. Okay. All right. So Super Fan Tori asks, do you have any more recipes to share like the mac and cheese recipe? And that's proof. (laughs) That's proof of a diehard listener because that was like two years ago during National Podcast Post Month and I needed to fill an episode. And so I did how I make my sausage mac and cheese. That's a fucking diehard right there. I don't know of many people who could pull that shit out of their ass. <laughs> and so it makes me consider, well, I, and it's, I've said before, that's something I wanted to do with the show originally was doing because I, it's part of the name. It was all of the shit that I'm domestic dad. I'm, you know, I'm the one I'm out in the garden. I'm doing the laundry. I'm cooking all the dinners. I'm doing all the shit and I'm, and I'm tapping my mic with my phone while I'm doing it. (laughs) And I don't want to go back and re-record that because I was on a roll, but yeah, so I, I did, I did my recipe for my scratch sausage, mac and cheese, which I still love to make, but my wife hates (laughs) because she just got so burnt out on it because I made it so often, but I, I've made some minor tweaks to it here and there, but it's more of just to smooth out the cheese sauce a little more. I saw a YouTube video from Adam Agrusia, if you've ever seen him. Pretty cool. Does a lot of recipes, does a lot of food history and science type stuff. And he had a trick for making smoother mac and cheese by using uh, American cheese slices as an emulsifier. So you just melt uh, like two or three, depending on how much you're making, two or three American cheese slices into it. And the emulsifiers in the American cheese slices, like, you know, craft singles. Um, and you just, those like two or three slices and then add your, like, in my case, half pound of cheddar cheese. And it helps smooth the, the cheese sauce to keep it from getting grainy and works really well. You just have to kind of balance it out because you don't want too much of that in there because then you start getting the American cheesy tang. And I don't want the, 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 tanginess and the the kind of acidity of the American cheese flavor overpowering my sharp cheddar. I want my sharp cheddar flavor. So yeah, if you if you're interested in that. I I, I want to do some more and I I have to be careful because there are personal home recipes like I'm I cannot under any circumstances give away our pumpkin pie. Uh, the actual recipe. I did do a a here's me making pie. Here's the steps of me making pie on my Instagram a few years ago, but I did not give any amounts. I just said spices. (laughs) I didn't say what exactly is in it. I didn't say how much of anything, but I went through the process because it was like, hey, we're making pie. Here's pie. Um, 
So I think, yeah, I, I'd want to do that. And that'd be interesting. I just have to figure out what I would do because I'm boring and lazy and my recipes aren't particularly, you know, fabulous. It's just me making shit. Maybe I'd do pizza dough, but, and it's one of those things. My recipes aren't my own originally necessarily. It's all shit that I've, you know, you know, pulled up on Pinterest and my pizza dough is according to the, the description. It's a pizza hut knockoff dough. My pizza dough tastes absolutely nothing like pizza hut. So I call bullshit, but it's, you know, me making it. So who knows? Maybe I'll do that when I could do my pizza. I could do my pizza. I could do some of that stuff. I'd almost want to make a video of me making pizza, which, you know, that actually might be a cool video for me to do for the YouTube channel. If you have any ideas throwing this out there, uh, super fan Tori or anybody else, if you have any ideas for something you'd like to see me do on my YouTube channel, besides just watching me talk because that's boring and I'm ugly, <laughs> um, yeah, let me know. Um, Hit me up again. All the the places, social medias, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Odd Dad Out, email show at Odd Dad Out Podcast dot com, and text me five one six six three six seven six three one. Holy shit! I remembered it this time. Yeah, text me or leave a voicemail. Voicemails are cool. I'll play it if you want. It's totally cool. Um, let me know if there's stuff you want to see me do for my YouTube channel. If you want to see me make a fucking pizza, I could do that totally. I haven't made pizza in a while, so. I'm totally down to do that and film it and let you guys see it and try not to make my kitchen a complete disaster, which it probably will look like because pizza is just messy. But yeah, I think I might do that. That that sounds like fun. I think I want to do that now. Thanks for the idea. Thanks for making me think of the idea. <laughs> All right, let's jump back up. I realize there's there's a few, there's a couple more other people, but because Heather and and Kate threw me so many questions, I have to keep bouncing back up. Oh, let's see, we already did the how many days? We already did that one. What color is your favorite podcast? This first forces me to pick. I can't choose a favorite podcast. I very frequently recommend Welcome to Night Vale as a hey, you should listen to podcasts, listen to Night Vale. Um, but I because of my my overall indecisiveness of everything in the world. I, I tend to, this is what I'm listening to the most right now. This is the thing I'm most excited for and um, following the most right now. And the two that I'm most hung up on right now are Less is Morgue, which I need to do a review on, but I'm trying to avoid all the weird shit, but I don't think I'm going to be able to avoid weird shit right now. Um, Less is Morgue, I'm really hung up on right now and li- listening to and then the other is the thing is they just rebranded it and I keep having to go back and open up my list. Sorry. Keep having to check on the actual titles because, uh, and like checking numbers and the Lafrasian Chronicles and the current season is Arson. And, uh, it was originally just titled Arson and they kind of rebranded it halfway through, which kind of works with what they're doing because calling it Arson, it's Arson with an E. Um, Arson inside the story is the name of the king of the fairy folk. And so titling the ep- the show after what so far in the story has been a kind of minor character doesn't totally make sense. So and it kind of seems like maybe the title was there before the story was totally fleshed out. But at this point in the story, the king is kind of inconsequential. So naming it after him is really 
not necessary. But the Lafrasian Chronicles, with Lafrasia being the fairy world, makes a lot more sense. So it's, it's if you haven't caught on, it's kind of that type of fantasy story with with uh, fairy creatures and and that sort of stuff. So good. It's and it's been really good. So I'm really hung up on the story, and it unfortunately sucks because it's bi-weekly or monthly. It's the episodes are a lot further stretched out. So I'm sitting there and it's like, ah, I want the next one. It's like, and you're left, and almost every episode has a cliffhanger point where you're like, that's it. Fucking no, keep no. I need more. And so, which is a good thing, but yeah, probably the two big, and again, I can't say I have a favorite right now. I don't have a favorite, but these are the two that I'm really, really like hung up on. And I'm really looking forward to listening every time they come up. I'm like, yes, there's a new Lafrasia. There's a new less is more. I look forward to those. They're awesome. So yeah, those are the two right now, right now that I'm, that are my big favorites because I, I'm indecisive as fuck. And Less is more does this weird sort of shade of green. I have to say, what color is your favorite podcast? And it's probably because what's the word? Um, Kate, like Emily from uh, Hate to Wait and formerly of the story behind. I should say formerly of both because both shows have pretty much uh, pod faded out. But uh, they have, was it synesthesia is the word, I believe, where they like, they see, they, they interpret their senses differently. So I believe they both actually see words as color or something or like as, and stuff like that. It's kind of like you hear a sound, but you see a color kind of thing, or you like read a word and it is a color or a sound and you like, you experience different things, not quite as you should necessarily. And so it's like a, what color is your name kind of thing. And so that couldn't totally, that could entirely be what the question is. And sorry, Kate, I, my brain doesn't work like that, unfortunately, or work. Is it working? I don't know if that's working or, or malfunctioning. I don't know if you would necessarily describe it either way, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the best I could tell you is what's the color of the, the episode, the podcast artwork. Uh, La is kind of purple and black and blue. Unless his morgue is kind of a zombie-ish. <laughs> okay, so Riley's a ghoul, so I guess it'd be rude to say zombie, but it's like ghouly, ghosty, greeny kind of vibe. You know what the color is. You know what that sort of shade of blue-green bile sort of rotted flesh color. <laughs> All right, jumping back down to Heather. What advice would you give someone who doesn't have much time to podcast? Do a short show or don't. If you want to make a, sh- if you want to make a podcast, you'll find the time. And it sounds really kind of harsh to say it that way. But if you really want to do it, just like anything else, if you really want to do it, you will find the time. You'll give up watching TV. You'll maybe spend a little less time with your family, which I don't necessarily recommend. Um, but it is also quality time versus quantity. So if you're just, you know, sitting around on the couch and everybody's sitting watching TV and you're just like, you know, kids are all on their iPads or Game Boys or whatever the fuck. And you're all just sitting there watching TV and nobody's really paying attention to anybody and it doesn't really matter. And it's not any sort of useful quality time. Yeah. You know, excuse yourself. Go depending. Again, depends on what type of show you're doing. 
Are you wanting to write a big scripted fucking something? Or are you want to do a news commentary show? Or you want to do like me and just bullshit for an hour? Um, it really depends on what kind of show you want, what you want to get from it. How it, because it's not just what do you want from the show, but what do you, how much do you want to put into it? But if you don't have a lot of time, there's ways to work around it. There's, there's actually a guy who literally records his podcast on his phone every day on his commute to work. And I think he actually does a news commentary thing. Um, I can't think of the name of the show at the moment. Sorry. But you know, the, the limitations on podcasting are, are minimal. Do you have a microphone? Do you have a device that can record? Do you have a place where you can put that recording of that audio so that other people can get it? That's all you need. Um, now it's always better to have better microphones and better recording devices and a better website or place for people to acquire that sound, that audio file that you recorded. But at its core, that's what you need. So if maybe you're like me and you have to wait till your day off and every you know, day off of work and everybody is gone to bed and you stay up a little later to sit and record a podcast and you're okay doing that because you want to sit down and record that podcast, do that. If you have to wake up extra early, I've done that. You have to like, hey, I have I can't stay up late, but you know what? I can set my alarm clock for a little earlier and get up early and sit down and record a podcast. Or, hey, I can sit down at night and write a script if I need to write a script or whatever. It's, it really is just kind of a look at where your time is not being used to its, its the best quality. And maybe give up something that is of less quality use to you and and use that. Like I said, you know, you're all sitting around the TV and nobody's actually watching and it's not really quality time. Excuse yourself and go sit there and write a script or record an episode or, you know, post episode links on Facebook or Twitter or whatever in your, you know, in the, you're passing while you're sitting in line at the grocery store or something. You still go to the grocery store? I don't. We order all our groceries and just pick, have it picked up and put in the trunk for us. But that's a whole other thing. We were doing that way before pandemic. Um, yeah, it's, it's really, it, it's, I really, again, it sounds harsh to say it, but it's really just kind of, if you want to do it, you'll find the time to do it. Even if you only have a few minutes a day to write up topics and notes, um, you know, if you need to write something, you know, almost every phone now has a, has a notes app or something where you can just write notes and topics and ideas and, you know, if you have to sit there and write out a script and write an intro and write a thing, you know, all the different parts, you can create so much for a podcast inside of a phone. Again, you can record straight into your phone if you need to. I don't recommend it just from a audio snob doing this too damn long sort of brain, but you can, you can do 99% of podcasting from a phone. So it, you know, it's really of a matter of getting creative with how you want to do it knowing what you want to do and find the time in, as they say, you know, in the kind of side gig line, find the time in the margins. It's, do you have an extra 20 minutes here where you can sit and if you want to do multi multiple segments, sit and record 
if your gear is already set up and you just walk and go push record and do a thing or are you walking and talking and just recording um because uh, that's been done too where you just you know you're walking down the street and recording yourself as you're walking down the street what's to say you can't do that it's really be, you know don't limit yourself to sounding like radio or sounding like you're on TV or some these people who have these big thousand something dollar studios my entire assembly here probably cost me $200 and that's with me splurging on shit over several years you know i spent $100 on two microphones and you know realist i don't even think i have $200 i think i have $200 committed to my podcast equipment over the course of 6 years for everything and that's counting replacing microphones several times as i upgraded so yeah you don't need a lot of money. And again, that's more than you need. Again, you probably have a phone. You probably have a headset that came with your phone, little earbuds or whatever. Those work. Make, you know, do what you need to do. Find the time where you can find it. Go for a walk in the morning and talk about your morning routine. A podcast can be anything. And I've gone on about this because podcasting is so much of my life. Do you want to hear me expand on this on a YouTube video or something or on TikTok? Shit. I have a TikTok profile i haven't recorded a fucking thing mostly i got it on account of uh watching shit that my sisters and my sister-in-law would send me it was just easier to do it through the app i realize the app is full of spyware but nowadays man eh, what isn't but maybe i should do that sort of shit i don't know <laughs> as tell me tell me what you want more from me all right let's see where was that one? Oh, okay that was from heather Next, okay, let me let me wrap up Heather's here. Uh, and if okay, and what if they're struggling to connect with their why and get them uh the why that got them keen to start in the first place? And that is the biggest thing. When you're starting a podcast, the absolute most important thing, it's not the microphone, it's not the recording device, it's not where am I gonna do it? When am I gonna do it with why? Why are you creating podcast? And and I guess the biggest thing is like it says if you're struggling to connect with why, your why probably wasn't very strong. Because if your why to create a podcast was strong enough for you to want to do it and really want to do it, you wouldn't question it. And again, I'm being kind of harsh because as a, a podcast editor and consultant, my brain goes there. And it's really one of those my job as a consultant, isn't to tell people what they want to hear. It's to tell them what they need to hear and to be kind of tough love and to remind you of what it is that you like remind you of your goals. If your goal is to make money and get rich, this is not the industry for you. This is the longest haul. You know, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint metaphor you could ever go for. Very, 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 very few people who get into podcasting make a lot of money. And even fewer of those, if you're going to say like 1% of podcasters make any real money and maybe like 1% of those, and I'm pulling these numbers completely out of my ass, will make enough money to live on. And that's directly from the podcast, not like other side stuff that happens to be like me. I make money as a podcast editor. I don't make anything from this show, so I don't consider that from the show. 
but I make money as a podcast editor. I'm in the business, but not making money from this podcast. So, and then maybe another 1% of people will actually get rich. And that's because they were probably celebrities in the first place. The very, 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 very few people will ever make like beyond livable wages, but get rich podcasting. It just doesn't really happen. That's not what you do in this industry. This is an entertainment business for people who want to entertain. Really, we're mostly those, man, it's my art, man. That's us. That's podcasting. But you have to know your why and you have to connect with your why. And I, I, it's hard for me because my brain to give a, and maybe I'll talk myself through it, a, a, a wide enough answer to how do you help someone reconnect with their why but it's that is the biggest most important thing because it doesn't matter anything else but you have to know your why and really like you have not necessarily connect but you have to understand your why you have to know what it is why you're doing it because if you don't know that I mean, why are you doing it? And it sounds a really, it's a really stupid way to phrase that. If you don't know why you're doing it, then why are you doing it? And sometimes it just takes, you know, smacking somebody upside the head with that one. But, you know, you have to assess. It's not just the why, but it's assessing is the why good enough? And maybe she's asking, you know, because I don't do follow up questions with everybody, but, you know, I'm, I'm kind of looking at it from the, you know, maybe she's, if you're struggling with a, you have your why, but you're having a hard time executing your why, then maybe you shouldn't do it. And again, got us to tell the, the, the hard truth is sometimes your why is more difficult to execute than you either have the ability to do or the time, or it's just going to be something that's so much work. It's outside of your scope of ability. Um, or some things are just too big. Some things are just too big to tackle. You're not proving Atlantis on your podcast. You're just not. Nobody's going to do it. Okay. So, (laughs) you know, if that's your goal, um, good luck with that. If that's your goal, but you're also probably pretty committed if you're willing to have such a lofty goal. But, you know, it really is. It's, it's, it's (laughs) trying to, trying to find the right words to, to how to put this, but, your why is the most important thing. And if you're struggling with your why, you need to reassess your why. You either need to reassess your why or you re- need to assess your how you're going to get to your why. And again, if your your why is money, take a hike. Go start a YouTube channel. You'll have better luck. Um, and there's even more of those. But you, know, you, you have to know why and you have to be able to articulate what it is. And if your why, again, I go back to my original kind of point was if your why isn't strong enough, then why are you doing it? If you have, if you're struggling with the why, it either means your why wasn't strong enough to begin with, or you've fallen out of your passion for it has fallen away and it's not worth doing now. And there's tons of people who've quit their podcast or stopped, you know, didn't even follow through with it because they thought about, they were really excited about it and they're really passionate about it. And as they started getting into it, they, fell out of love with the subject matter and they're like, well, I don't want to do this anymore. Then don't. That's fine. You can do that. Nobody's forcing you to do your podcast. 
it's all in your head. I'm at 284 podcast episodes or got over 300 episodes counting mom and dad cuss that I've recorded because I want to, not for any other reason. Again, I don't make money here. I have a very small audience on both shows through the entire run of that one. Um, I do this for me. I, I, I want to entertain you, but I do this for me. It is my own personal self-motivation that keeps me coming back week after week after week when I'm here. So that's my why. I do this for as much for me as I do to entertain you. So yeah, it's weird. It's You have to get really philosophical when you're talking about motivations for podcasting. It's funny. All right, moving back down. Let's see. Allie from the Oddballs Facebook group, yeah, Facebook group. And Allie is one of those, I, I've mentioned her before. She's psycho. And I mean this in the absolute best way. Uh, she's super sweet. And she's a weirdo. And she had the fabulous idea. She listened, she found the show from when I was a guest on Millennial Pagan Podcast. And then had the complete like self-hating I don't know why she wanted to put herself through this uh go she went back to episode one and listened to this show in its entirety she listened to every single episode she's crazy that's insanity <laughs> that's all I can say She's awesome, and she uh, is known in the group to share weird-ass stories. She's also the one who recommended Box of Oddities podcast to me and got me hooked on that one. And she's also a member of the, I'm blanking the name, the Facebook group for the Box of Oddities, but she's in there too. And so she'll share weird shit from there too and but she'll share weird news stories and stuff that was very bullshit of the newsworthy in the oddballs group but all that about her bio or whatever um hallie asks what, what's one thing you wish you'd done that you now are unable to do hmm i wish i could have uh, ridden my motorcycles in arizona i would have loved to go on like a long trip like take a motorcycle trip to Sedona or even like back to Clifton or Morency where I grew up. Um, like Arizona is a gorgeous state. And I've said this before, especially like Northern Arizona is beautiful. Then the, the forests up there in the mountains are great. And to do something like that and go on like a, a motorcycle ride, you know, four or five, six hour ride upstate would be great. Maybe go up to the Grand Canyon on motorcycles. Tons of people do it. So loaded with motorcycles up there when you go up to the Grand Canyon. Um, but I no longer have a motorcycle and I do not foresee any time in my future where I will be able to get another one. Um, I mean, theoretically it's possible, but it's not something I foresee happening anytime in the future. Um, um, waking up without pain, <laughs> um, just cause I have back problems and I'm old. Um, mentioned before I have scoliosis. 
it's mild, but I have scoliosis. Um, I've got, you know, I've, I've, I'm very Frankenstein-y. You know, at one point I discovered I had kidney stone and when they were doing tests for kidney stones, they found out that a bunch of my organs are missized and mismatched and I've only got one kidney and, you know, things like that. My head is like, um, oversized or like proportionately too large for my body. Um, legs and arms are disproportionate to the rest of my body. Um, like biologically and medically speaking, there's nothing wrong with me. My shit works. My organs are just not all the right size for my body. <laughs> it's weird. Um, so weird medical things tend to happen to me. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if something I wish I'd done. I'm not a regret person so much. Well, I, I do. There's one thing I wish, um, I guess I wish I'd done, but it's not so much a unable to do. It's a, I should have done it earlier, but it was more of a relationship thing. It was a breaking off a relationship earlier than I did, but that's, you know, that relationship is over and done and gone and been gone for well over a decade now that I've been married for going on. No, we just had our anniversary 12 years. So I'm, you know, that's, that's kind of the only thing I don't, I don't hold on to a lot of regrets. I don't, I'm not a live in the past kind of person. And so it's hard for me to say, you know, something I wish I'd done. Um, not be stupid. <laughs> that's it. I've, I've done a lot of stupid shit. And so that's, that's kind of it. I realize some of my answers are kind of boring and cause I'm kind of a boring guy. I'm surprised I've managed to do this show talking about myself basically for 200 episodes because I'm fucking boring if you hadn't noticed, but <laughs> I'm so like, I'm boring for a not so normal and like i'm i'm i don't know i don't know how i can be as weird as i am and still as boring as i am it's really complicated i'm a complicated person man but we have come to the end last question okay okay i'll say this kate had one more and i just have no clue how the fuck i do it she says replace three favorite songs with the words odd dad and out and i'm just gonna say i'm not that creative <laughs> i don't know how i do that I would require like weeks and weeks and weeks of planning and searching and figuring this fuck out. I'm, I'm better left to have somebody else do it for me. If anybody else wants to tackle that one. Yeah. Replacing your three favorite songs with the words odd dad and out. We've already established. I have a hard time deciding my favorite anything. So trying to replace, figure out what my three favorite songs are and then replace words. Yeah, I'm fucked. So anybody else wants to tackle that, go for it. <laughs> Take your pick, anybody. That'd be fun. It'd be fun to see what you come up with if you want to do it. But we're going to wrap up with one more question from Superfan Tori. Are your pets named before you meet them or do you need to get to know them first? Now, I will say we are very much a, you, we get the vibe for an animal and determine their name from that. The At uh, the same time, most of our animals came to us with names and we didn't feel right changing them. Just we'll give a rundown of all the animals we've had, which I realize we're over an hour now and this is going to take a bit. But when we first got married and when we first moved out to Arizona, we had our cat Fluffy. We still have, and she's actually now 13, I believe. She's fucking old. Um, Fluffy was a gift from my brother and sister-in-law 
there was a cat they had they she didn't get along with their other cat and so they had to get rid of her we just gotten married and said we just had charlie i believe and so you're like hey you guys want a cat we took the cat her name was already fluffy we didn't feel like changing it as much as we hated the fucking name fluffy for a cat because it's stupid to name your cat fluffy because everybody's had a fucking cat named fluffy but she already knew that was her name and there wasn't too much we could do about that we tried to just call her other shit it just didn't stick she's still fluffy just because it just happened um when we moved out here my sister had her dalmatian emmett if you were listening for a while you knew we had emmett um she had named him after emmett smith because my sister's a loser and she's a cowboys fan <laughs> love you sis um and so emmett was named after emmett smith um circumstances happened whereas emmett became our dog he'd been emmett for his entire life he was an old dog we weren't changing his name um we did our our dog though that we got before we got emmett was our boxer cheyenne and cheyenne was actually it was one of those things where we received her as a baby baby puppy as a gift which is why we my wife says i I couldn't tell her no, she couldn't have a dog because it was a gift. But um, it was one of those where her name was actually a name we had picked out for a daughter. We had named, we had the name Cheyenne picked out. This was going to be our daughter. And as we were sitting here throwing names around for a boxer puppy, and we're just you know sitting there playing with her, and we don't we know don't know what her name is yet. And we spent and like I said, we spent time with her, and we settled on Cheyenne and we realized we were giving her our daughter's name and for all intents and purposes, she's the only daughter we've ever had. We've got all boys and all of the other animals have been animals, but Cheyenne was our baby girl. And so she got our daughter's name. And so, and yeah, not to dig up emotions, but when we lost her, it hurt a lot. That was a really rough time that my wife still to this day, and it's been several years, um, has a hard time getting past that anniversary. Okay. Going on. We had, we had fish. We had a lot of fish. Most of them came from my sister. They all had names. Um, it was bubbles, buttercup and Neo. And why she didn't just, (laughs) um, no, it wasn't Neo. It was Akon. Why am I saying Neo? <laughs> Thinking of another sort of a uh, rapper guy. It was Akon uh, because it was a convict uh, striped cichlid. And so, yeah, he looked like he had prison stripes and Akon. <laughs> and the other two, I, of course, they were Powerpuff Girls. And I forget the exact story, but the fish had names. And there was an algae eater who was uh, Bolt, I believe. And no, it was Spot or Bolt. And we got another algae eater that we thusly named the other. I think hers was Spot. And we had, because it was like Spot and Speckled. And we named our other one Bolt because we needed another dog name. And so <laughs> that was it. Because <laughs> we're dumb and punny. Um, fish, not as committed to them. Um, my wife's cat, Toby, who we collected as a stray who was hanging around our house. 
Um, and we just kind of were like, hey, he's here every day. Um, if he comes back this next day, he was like here, like came by the house like every day for like a week. And we're like, okay, if he stops and stays and wants to come inside, we'll bring him inside. We'll get him fixed. And the day we brought him in, we're like, okay, well, what are we going to call him? And we're like, my wife was at work. I was at home and, you know, he was in the house, but we hadn't really settled on anything. It was a, Hey, we brought him in this morning. She went to work. We were like, whatever. And I texted her in the middle of the day and just said, his name is Toby. And she was like, I was just about to call you and tell you the same thing. So without argument, his name was Toby. Whether he told us his name was Toby or not, or we just, you know, synchronicity. But he's Toby and he's always been Toby and he's always responded to Toby from day one. And so, yeah, he was, I, I, I just as much as I feel like, you know, he's somewhere in there. You know, got the feeling like he told us his name was Toby because shit, you know, but realistically after him, we haven't named any other animals. If you've noticed, most of our animals came with names. Um, we only named Toby, technically named Toby and Cheyenne and Toby's kind of questionable um, because most of our animals have been hand-me-downs. <laughs> uh, most of them have come from my sister. Um, our turtle Shelby was from my sister. Um, of course, taking on Emmett and now Jasper and Mystic both had those names when we got them because they've all been adopted from other homes. Jasper was my sister's dog, like Emmett, and he came with that name. He was Jasper. That's what he was raised as. He knows that name and it'd be wrong. You know, he knew us with us knowing that name because he was, you know, he, he came into the family later. Um, and Mystic, when we adopted her last year, that was her name. She's old enough to know her name and respond to it. And I'm not about to go changing her name. Although we do probably about half the time, just call her Missy. And so. If we had to say we changed her name, we went from being Mystic to calling her Missy, short for Mystic, even though it's a pretty much the exact same length, whatever. But yeah, that's, you know, <laughs> that's, that's kind of it. You know, other than calling her Brat, we don't, you know, we, we haven't had the opportunity to name most of our animals because most of them have come with names already. And again, like I said, I don't feel right changing your, an animal's name once they're established, you know, if we'd had the dog, you know, it's a brand new puppy and we they didn't have a name yet and we named them, but it didn't quite feel right. Because I'm, I'm, I'm all about a name feeling right. And I had this argument when we were naming the kids and I was like, yeah, you've got this name picked out, but what if the kid is born and that name doesn't fit? And I was like, it's just a name. You say that. But if your name was Rhonda, you would feel differently. And not necessarily you don't feel like a Rhonda, but like you would be a different person if you were Rhonda, but if you, if I called you Rhonda, I'm not Rhonda. That's not who I am. You know, it's what's in a name. Well, somewhat what's in a name, somewhat like you did the same as you don't look like a Steve. You don't look like a Jeremiah. You don't look like a Rhonda. You know, you don't look like a Rebecca. It's the same thing with, you know, kids having nicknames. You know, our son's name is Alexander. He's not an Alex. He just isn't. You look at him. He's not Alex. He'll never, you know, I'm sure 
somewhere in middle school or high school, people are going to start calling him Alex, just like my little brother, Christopher. We never called him Christopher, ever. He didn't start getting called Christopher until almost high school. Well, they'd call him Christopher. Nobody, we didn't call him Chris. We didn't call him Chris. Only person that called him Chris was my stepdad. And then when he went to live with my mom and stepdad, then he people started calling him Chris. I still will not to this day call him Chris. I'll call him Christopher. And I'll I'll for the sake of, you know, he had a, a kitty nickname when we were little. I'll avoid using that. But he's Christopher. I won't call him Chris. My brother in law is also named Chris. And I will only call him Chris. He's Chris. My brother is Christopher. My brother-in-law is Chris. And I realize this also helps with confusion and me in conversation, but I can't look at my own brother and call him Chris. It just doesn't feel right. My brother-in-law, I do. Like, no, that's Chris. <laughs> Which also kind of helps in the case of, you know, like, my my son is Charlie. My He's named after my father-in-law. I would never call my father-in-law Charlie. He's Chuck. Both of them have, they're both Charles, but Charlie is Charlie and he looks like a Charlie and he feels like a Charlie. I could never and ever consider calling him Chuck or Chucky or anything resembling that. But my father-in-law is Chuck. A name is a name, but it's a name has a certain feeling for a person or an animal or whatever. So again, big, long drawn out response for, we didn't name all of our animals, but when we did, it had to feel right. (laughs) Any of these questions could have been answered so much shorter than I did, but that wouldn't be my style, now would it? (laughs) Uh, But thank you. Thank you, everybody, especially to Heather and Kate and Coach Raven and Allie and Superfan Tori for all of your questions. And yes, you're going to remain Superfan Tori. Deal with it. And I need to reach out to all of you guys and get some uh, addresses so I can send you guys some stickers. I owe Coach Raven stickers because she is now a supporter on Patreon and is awesome. And so I owe Coach Raven some stickers and I owe all of you a keychain, at least one. And to see how many I have left. Um, but how many? I got to send out some keychains because you guys are awesome and you did the whole thing and sent me questions. So y'all are badass. Oh, man. 200 episodes. Holy shit. Can you believe I did 200 episodes? I can barely believe I did 200 episodes. And I did like 200, I did almost 300. And I didn't, I don't think about that I've done 200 episodes. It's been kind of crazy. Only like almost six years, June or July. I always forget if it's June or July, but either way, fuck. <laughs> it must be July. It's somewhere in July. Um, Six years. Son of a bitch. All the adventures we've had across these last 200 episodes and nearly six years we've you've seen my like one of my entire kids grow up we don't rewind episode three was the night my youngest child was born he's now about to graduate from kindergarten you have been here with me through all of that holy shit 200 episodes and the entire life of my fourth child. You have experienced me losing multiple pets, moving at least twice, 
um, multiple vacations, a lot of personal ups and downs and health scares and health issues and, and illnesses and cracked ribs and wow. <laughs> Looking back at all the shit in the last 200 episodes and it's just crazy to think I, I could have never thought six years ago, five and a half years ago, whatever, that I'd still be doing this. 200 episodes later, almost six years later, with all this shit and people who care enough to ask me shit and ask me questions about me and about the podcast, about whatever the fuck, for me to do this show. I, I, I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. You guys are so awesome. I, I, you have no idea. Like, it's like, I, I, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even have the words to thank you for what it means to me that you're there. That 200 episodes later, did you still care enough to ask me questions about whatever the hell bullshit. And I, you know, I totally open it up. Give me bullshit questions, please. But thank you. Because you're awesome. I mean, I don't have any other way to say it. I don't, I mean, there are better words to say it than awesome. I use it entirely too often. But I just, it, it baffles me that Anybody listens to my bullshit. And as I said it before, I seriously doubt there are going to be over a hundred people who are really interested enough in my bullshit to listen to me every day or week or whatever. But you do. You are listening right now. Maybe unless you shut this off and aren't listening to this, in which case I'm just drilling this into your brain. Brains. I don't know why I did that. But <laughs> I... Thank you. I realize I've said it like a bunch of times, but it's just the, the realization of episode 200, the realization that I've gone, come this far, the vast, vast majority of podcasters do not make it this far. Most of them don't make it to a hundred. You know, the, the running kind of agreement is when you, once you've hit episode 100, you're committed at a hundred you're a serious podcaster and you've committed to doing this thing. I'm at 200. And yeah, there are guys out there who are 500 and Kate's over 300 because she's a fucking psycho and does four or five episodes a week and records all the fucking time. Did I mention she's a psycho? Now, she's done like 300 plus episodes in like a year and a half or some bullshit because she's a fucking psycho. But it's, it's, it's amazing to me that I've done this. A hundred seemed like a lot a hundred episodes ago. That was like three years. 200 is just, what the fuck? I've done 200 ep main episodes of this show. What the fuck am I doing? That's at least, we're talking about approaching 200 hours because you take the short episodes in the beginning and you take the average being probably around an hour and the long ones and all, throw it all together and spin it around and do the hokey pokey. And it's probably averages out to an hour to 200 hours of podcast listening to my ass? What the fuck? Seriously, Allie, how did you listen to all this bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> and 
and going by the references to National Podcast Post Month and my mac and cheese recipe, how the fuck did you do this, Tori? Uh, I barely can listen back to myself at this point. That's not true. I listen to back to myself all the time now. But I've been listening back to my old episodes and cringing like hell at how bad shit sounds. I really think about going back and remixing some of those so they don't sound like ass. I don't know. It's a a thought. But yeah. (laughs) Man, I just, I'm I'm, going to stop because I'm just sitting here like vamping about holy fuck 200. That's just, that's just wow for me that I've done this and that you guys care. (laughs) That anybody cares that I've made it, I've done 200 episodes and you guys actually give a shit. That's what's amazing to me. So thank you again for giving a shit and sticking around through episode 200. Motherfuckers. Y'all are some crazy ass bitches. So, from me, I've said thank you a million times. I love you guys. You're the best. Um, Reach out to me. Share shit with your friends. Like I said, I think my goal for the next 100 episodes is maybe have 100 listeners. Fuck. Have 100. Or have 200. Whatever. Really double my numbers. I want to double. I want to double what I get right now. That'd be great. It took me a long time to do that before. And then, you know, drop offs. That's, that's, that'd be great. But I can't do it without your help. So if you really enjoy the show and you think you know somebody who would enjoy it too, share it. Share it with the social media. Steal their phone. Subscribe to my show and, and just give it back to them and say, trust me. <laughs> this guy's a weirdo. He tells shit like it's real, man. He tells it like it is. And you don't know if he's going to be talking about, you know, squash or or shaving his dog or I don't know, man. Who knows? I'm, I'm not going to shave my dog. Fuck, that's a... Ugh. It's a hard enough job brushing. But... <laughs> okay, enough. 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 Enough rambling. I got tons of stories coming up next week. Check the YouTube video. I got to make that link for you to go. Oddadoutpodcast.com slash YouTube. So you can check out my gardening videos. If you have any ideas for stuff you want me to do um, for that channel... I'm, I I'm really think I'm just going to wipe all of the podcast episodes from it and do vloggy style, maybe gardening, maybe personal rants, maybe cooking. I don't know. If you want to see me do that shit, let me know. Tell me what you want me to do. Give me ideas what you see, want me to do on that. Wow. Can I speak? Um, tell me what you want to see me do uh, for videos and stuff for the YouTube channel. That'd be fun. Just something extra to do for the show, I think. Yeah. More stuff to do is more because <laughs> I have time for this. I'm going to do more shit too. Podcast recommendations. All the shit. Hit me up. All the social medias at Odd Dad Out. Show. Voicemail. 516-636-7631. And until next week, Oddballs, I've got so much to share with you because I've been in the garden and we did movies and we did stuff. I gotta tell you, for the 200th time, thank you and Good night.